0: Hey, my laughs. Okay, so the Sega continues. Um, If you've been following, you kind of see where I went down the rabbit hole from listening to the book The Alchemist. I cannot wait to finish listening to it. I highly recommend it for children. I will put the caveat that um, I started the book about halfway through. The audiobook is about two hours, which is right within my comfort zone. And I started in the middle because I wasn't sure if I was gonna like the book or the cadence or the the the, the voice in in the sense of um, the way that they speak or put together the sentences. If that makes sense, I'm loving it. It's about this little boy, which which would be our divine child exploring the world. He's trying to find out the secret of alchemy. So far, everybody he's come across, hasn't been that nice to him. Um, I would liken him to that little boy that was going along for the ride with the three wise men. And so he's trying to decide if he should go back to being a farmer or, um, if he should continue to pursue i guess in a way it's almost like he sounds like he's trying to pursue wealth and his purpose um and with that he's paying money to talk to alchemists because he wants to find out the secret to success in a kind of sense these are my words um He does have a girl that he left back home and he's very much in his masculine energy in the sense that he does think about her. He wonders if she's married someone else. Um, But in true keeping with his divine masculine function, he is going after his dreams And, and it's very interesting for me to hear him say that. But he's like, I have to pursue my dreams. I have to find out for myself, kind of like what's the light at the end of the tunnel and um, I'm at the part where he's talking about these two gemstones that a rich king gave him And so here I am, three podcasts later, I'm starting to explore because the person that he's talking with right now that's serving as his current mentor said that those gemstones were the same ones that were in the Bible and were on the priest's breastplate. So I started to look at that and then I also, as I was talking about it, I remembered that royalty, when you look at their crowns, they put special precious gems on their crowns and it was really fun and you can hear me starting to piece the things together in my last podcast um how it's so raw how it's so natural and I'm starting to put together everything I've learned but I'm um, starting to understand that um were we not just talking about the crown chakras and even how high the chakra um, the chakra above the crown chakra is six inches. And when you look at the queen's crown, not only does it have over 2,600 different gems, it has emeralds on there, um, rubies on there, sapphires on there, um, but it's six inches above her head, which kind of fills in that space, right? There's there's a reason why all of these people do these things. So one of the other... Um, gems that is mentioned as being on queen on the queen's crown queen of england is the sapphire so after reading about the emerald i got so excited i wanted to to read about it so i um this is me opening the next window so what i'm going to do is i'm going to Uh, go through the sapphire properties look to see what the correlation is for why a king or queen or royalty would want this in their crown and then the next one I'm going to do I'm going to get it off of my plate is I'm going to look at baby Archie's natal chart because I do believe that his parents have been practicing conscious coupling and conscious conception and that they pay attention to astrocartography and I think that the placement in his Uh, his placements are kind of what's causing the rift in the family it's not what I thought I thought he was an Aries but he's actually a double Taurus so I'm gonna go ahead and, and share with you what that means I found a really good article on it and we'll discuss that okay so now let's get into the properties of Sapphire So it says here, now let's keep this in mind. I want you to keep this at the forefront of your prefrontal cortex. I want want you to keep this in the front of your mind. Um, Ask yourself why a king or queen would want to have this in their collection. Says sapphire is the stone of prosperity. Sapphire is the second hardest crystal that Mother Earth has given us. Second only to the diamond... Many of the large sapphire deposits are literally the remains of metamorphic or ingenious veins of granite and marble weathered away in streams of bed and mountain valleys. Sapphire is stronger than granite um, and can survive the weathering and large amounts of the gemstone are found in Burma, Thailand, Australia, and Northrop north america brazil Kashmir, and africa and if you really wanted to you could look at the astro cartography for each of those locations i'm sure there's a significance sapphire's beauty and enduring strength historically made it quite popular as a talisman among royalty so on my last podcast i googled the word talisman because emerald is considered to be a great talisman for for a gemini and what we learned about the word talisman is that it is like a, a, a charm that has been inscribed. That means it has been something has been written on it to, um, to further amplify the properties of that token or that charm or that that mm, yeah. Let's just leave it there. So it says sapphire. It has historically been made popular as a talisman amongst royalty. Legend tells us that medieval kings wore the stone not only to protect themselves from harm, but to prevent jealousy among their court. So that would make sense, right? If you're, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like the evil eye protection thing. I'm gonna just. You guys are hearing my initial reactions to things. I'm going to take a look at it and I'm going to see, let me see. Oh, it's blue. Okay. And you guys, this makes sense. Hold on one second. I have a little bit of background noise. You're going to want to happen for this one. I will say this. The, the, um, I ordered some, talismans for for protection of the evil eye and they have a blue and that's what i was checking to look at and see that blue that's on the um protect you from the evil eye uses that blue color i have some background noise bear with me i'm gonna come right back okay let's try this again. Okay. So the cool thing is while I was waiting, I wanted to make sure I got this clear, uh, clear point across when, as soon as this article said that it was used for a talisman to, it says here to prevent jealousy, immediately what went to my mind was, Hmm, I wonder if it has anything to do with the evil eye. If you look up the the gemstones for the evil eye, I ordered some because I want to include them with the bracelets that I have. I haven't found a way to incorporate it yet. Um, but this is a very beautiful color. And sure enough, when you look at the evil eye um I forget what they call them. They're like they're not they're, they're not like charms, but even if you look at the uh hamza it has that blue print in there and i think that's because it has a spin off off of sapphire and as i was sitting here um very pretty i was scrolling down waiting for the background noise to die down a little bit and they have a picture of all of these queens wearing it and you have princess diana queen elizabeth and a couple of other crowns and so here they are in absolutely beautiful stunning gowns and attire with sapphire understanding that you want to protect yourself from jealousy from that evil eye (laughs) that is so cool um so it says here sapphire warned to be signing warned to the signing of a treaty was believed to ensure a true co- reconciliation and prevent further bloodshed okay so that's saying that if if this king wore it to um a place like let's say they were to court um or to come into agreement with someone it's kind of like you're or I would imagine that if the other party gives you sapphire is the way I'm gonna take it. Um, if they give you, you know, as they're exchanging gifts and and um, sealing their bonds and stuff like that, is to ensure true reconciliation and prevent further bloodshed. And that makes sense too, because when you talk about um, how your blood is blue. Um, in your when you look at you guys, this is when you look at your veins. They're blue, and that's because the oxygen runs through it, and it turns red when it's exposed to, to oxygen. But when you look at your veins, it's blue. And um, a lot of people, I didn't learn this until my uh, last two years when I was working at my last job. But the reason that people would sign when they say sign in blood. It's not that they're signing with the red pen. They're signing with the blue pen. Because the the blue is what runs through your veins. So when you talk about signing in blood. Um, and this being the, the same color that looks that like a uh, blue that runs through your veins. And then the other thing too is just another fun tip is. Um, even though we started off with signing with blue pens to symbolize that we're signing a contract or a treating, uh the more, I guess, conscious contracts and stuff they will ask you to sign in blue because it helps you to distinguish if you're working with an authentic copy or if you're working with a um a copy so if it's black it's a black or any other color it could be that they used a black pen but um one way you can tell is if it's in if the, that person used blue ink that's how you know that you're working with the original and to keep the original when you're making photocopies anyways I learned that from more. <laughs> so scientific gemstone properties. Um, it says more hardness of nine with a trigonal crystal structure. <laughs> um, so it says sapphire is a, con- a corundum. So all corundum that is not colored red, which is ruby, which is interesting because ruby is another stone that's on the royal crown, is referred to as sapphire. Hmm. It says all corundum that is not colored red is referred to as sapphire. Interesting, although the name generally alludes at the stone to the stone which is dark shade of blue. Um, there are but trace amounts of minerals which separate this crystal into separate into different gemstones. Um, So it talks about the different variety of minerals to produce a rainbow of colors. Chromium will turn the crystal red and classify it as ruby. So that's interesting. They're sister sister elements to the ruby and emerald. Well, no, the ruby and the sapphire correction. okay, Ruby, Ruby and sapphire. Um, the, true, the treasured blue comes from a titanium and iron. Iron produces yellow, oftentimes referred to as oriental topaz. Titanium and iron combinations result in green, while all three elements unbelievably create a purple crystal. A rare and popular... PUD... Dashka sapphire gets a pink-orange hue from the mixture of chromium and iron. White sapphire is perfectly clear with no inclusions whatsoever. Metaphysical properties of um, sapphire used to pro- as protection from the evil eye as well as to reflect harmful or evil spells back to the sender. Gotta love it, you guys. Legend tells us that magicians were known to utilize the gemstones to enhance and direct their magical powers. I love that because understand the power of words too, not only to utilize the gemstones, but to direct their magical powers. We talk about laser focus setting their intentions. That's pretty cool. Alchemists associated sapphire with the element of air and mystics in India gave it affiliation with Saturn, believing it to be a portal to the heavenly realms now, I wanted to check something too, because on the queen's crown um, she, it, she has 17 sapphires um, if you were to, to combine those numbers, it would be 8 8 is an infinite number I don't want to see what the significance of that is and why she has 17 um, and she has 11 emeralds 4 rubies Okay, so i, I was just kind of curious to what the symbols of the numbers meant. Okay, so it's believed to be a portal to the heavenly realms. I like that. Sapphire may be used to open oneself up to receive heavenly messages, as well as aiding one in clarifying the specific meaning of the message received. When used during meditation, sapphire may assist one find Finding hidden, hidden potential and sharpen the visions of one's life work. And it will help one concentrate and declare a mental path so the journey may begin. Sapphire can help one to achieve material dreams and desires as well as sustain wealth once it is acquired. Hey, I'm all here for it. And I already kind of know in the back of my mind... As soon as, well, I said I'm going to do the baby Archie thing. But the truth is, I'm going to start shopping around for um, Sapphire to make it for bracelets. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be hard to come across. But I, I it's so pretty to work with. So I look forward to that. And I love it because it says um, to help sustain wealth once it's acquired. I love that. It will also be of assistance in keeping a balanced perspective, allowing one to better organize the thought process, ensuring continued success as one's material situation evolves. I love that. Ensuring continued success as one's material situation evolves. It is said to attract gifts of all kinds and to bring general prosperity. You guys... Helping to promote fair play and loyalty among partners and employees, as well as bring about correct conclusions to potentially unjust situations when one is in the right. The yellow sapphire is a wonderful and gentle is wonderful and gentle for working through lingering wounds of childhood abuse. Okay, so that's important to know. Providing a protective golden shield during the healing process and allowing for safe expression of the words required to release the pain. You guys, this is way deeper than I think you may realize. It says healing process and allowing for safe expression of the words required to release pain. Expression of words required. So that lets you know on a deeper surface the importance of words and the spoken word. And, um, and if it has anything to do with maybe affirmations and mantras allowing for the safe expression of words required to release the pain. Guys, that is deep. Healing Gemstone Properties of Sapphire Sapphire is the most effective healing stone for the nervous system, told to regulate the function of the thyroid gland. Strengthening the walls of the blood vessels improves their elasticity? (laughs) elasticity and assist in the flow of blood sapphire may be used to rid one of obsessive or unwanted thoughts to bring peace of mind and joyous feelings it brings lightness uh with the joy and with exceptional understanding and depth of thought as well as healing the eyes of stress and impurities for cleaner clearer vision it offers a psychological level of clarity of thought which in turn offers a patient focus and instills the intent to heal, assisting in healing on all levels of the body. So the energy for this one, it is also receptive. And I love this too, because when you think about um, queen energy, um, divine feminine energy, and being able to be receptive, and in the king, you're just receiving gifts and all this other stuff. This is great. Um element is water, planet is Saturn, deity is Apollo, powers are psychic powers, defensive magic. Take that for what that is. So the powers of this when you're thinking about royalty is defensive magic. Talking about the protection of the evil you know, using that the protection of the evil eye, the hamsa. That's deep, you guys. I'm going to have to let that mat marinate and prosperity and the candle color is dark blue. <clears throat> the Greeks identified Sapphire with Apollo and the stone was worn when consulting oracles such as the famous one at Delphi. And I know some of you like to look at oracle readings. Um, interesting. If you engage, so I would say I'm considering to get a tarot deck because I want to practice my intuition. I am going to do dailies. Um, Here's the thing, I found the perfect deck and then I thought I had added it to my Amazon gift list, but I I apparently didn't save it, so I have to go back and look for it, but that's okay. Um, But the reason I'm saying it is because I would probably have that stone um, sapphire next to my tarot deck to cleanse it but also to just kind of amplify that, that energy of um, being an oracle okay just giving you a thought there so it says um, if you engage in vision work or channeling look at that <laughs> we talk about intuition right the Sapphire will aid you in better understanding what has been revealed to you as well as in articulating those messages in a way that will be the most beneficial for the receivers. You guys, I really want you to, have to learn and develop your own intuition and like what I was saying with the tarot deck and you heard me talking about it before I went into the next sentence and I haven't read this stuff beforehand. Um, I'm going to do it. I'm going to share it. I'm thinking I'm gonna the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to do a card of the day. And um, just tie in all of the messages or things I'm going through, Um, kind of like a devotional. um, But I'm also going to be encouraging you to, instead of going to other tarot readers, and I hope they don't kill me because I have my favorites and I have my intuitive people that I go to. And when you talk about charging yourself with light and having different light sources... You can use those, but I think that those of you listening to me are at a point where we need to learn to use our intuition for ourselves and to use it for ourselves and for others. And it might take you down a different path. I'm not saying to become a tarot reader, but I'm just saying use it for yourself. Learn to pull your own deck, learn to pull your own cards. And that's going to be a fun um, part of the journey as I share those things with you. I'll probably have to put it on YouTube so that you get the visual. Um, and I'm going to also make sure to pair... I'm going to get me a blue sapphire. I already have some charms here with the evil eye thing. So I'm gonna, I am already visualizing the setup for that. I'm so excited, you guys. Anyway, so back to this. Um, it says here... I'm going to read it up one more time. Just to be a nerd. If you engage in vision work or channeling, the sapphire will aid you in better understanding... What has been revealed to you as well as in articulating those messages in a way that will be the most beneficial for the receivers. Healers can use a green or yellow sapphire. um, Can use green or a yellow sapphire is is a similar way directing and focusing the incoming energy to achieve the best results for the patient. So that's good. Um, They have green and, and yellow. Um. So I will keep that in mind, and I'm gonna add that to my shopping list. <laughs> right, because I was thinking to use blue. I don't think you know. You you can be as flexible as you want, but at the same time, this has been proven. So I'll pay attention to that. And I have a feeling those are gonna be very hard to find. I already know. Um, if it's up there with ruby, um, and emerald, and sapphire, then it's gonna be hard to find. But I look forward to adding those things to my collection. Sapphire should be discharged and at the same time recharged in sea salt. If at all possible, avoiding exposure to the sunlight. So this is one of those crystals that we don't charge with the sun or the moon. You're going to want to be very cognizant of that. Fascinating. But you want to clean it with sea salt. And the, the interesting thing is, um, I had done a just very surface level talking about beauty uh, beauty bath ritual using Epsom salt or sea salt. And keeping in mind we are crystalline beings, but um, you can probably use some of that soap or even just raw sea salt to cleanse your sapphire. Um, gemstone properties so it is a stone of pisces taurus gemini and libra and this is the second time i've been seeing taurus come up Uh, taurus you've been getting a healthy serving of gemstones i know that you're used for um with rose quartz that was my first understanding with you and taurus you are also under emerald if i remember correctly Yes, you're also under Emerald. Um, Aries also uses Emerald, but it has to use it when it's when Mercury's in the sev- third, seventh, and tenth house. Um, so joining this group is Pisces, Taurus, Gemini, and Libra. Mm, interesting. For birthstone, it says modern and traditional birthstone for the month of September. Um, it is the Ayurvedic. stone for the month of August it is a mystical stone for the month of May anniversary stone for the years 5, 45, 65, and 70 so okay anniversary stone for the 4th for the 5th 45th 65th and 70th interesting and I mentioned in the last um, podcast Emerald uh, Baby Archie was born in May, and emerald is is one of the stones associated with May, and it's interesting to see here that um, sapphire is also the birthstone for the month of May. Interesting. Hmm. Because I'm going to do his birth chart next, so... I don't know, you guys. Blue sapphire is linked to Pisces, light blue. Okay, here we go. Blue sapphire is linked to Pisces, light blue to Taurus, yellow to Gemini, and star sapphire to Libra. I'm going to look up real quick and just see what star sapphire looks like. I want to say, is it going to be red? Let's just look it up real quick. Oh, oh, that's pretty. It's kind of, it looks like it has a star on it. Okay, let me try to hop off here. My little sister is calling me. Alright, so chakra gemstone properties. Sapphire is most effective on the forehead to work with the sixth or the third eyebrow chakra to expand psychic awareness. And that would make sense why it's on a crown jewel. So not only is it up there with your crown chakra, it's, it's your crown. Right? That you wear for royalty. Blue, purple and white sapphire are all excellent for activating the seventh which is the crown chakra and clearing a path for the kundalini to move freely through all your chakras so the white sapphire activates the seventh of the crown chakra taps hidden potential and gives help guide you to your life's work makes an excellent personal power stone the blue sapphire is a wonderful meditation tool that opens the sixth the third eye brow chakra and assists in translating the meaning of message received. Also helps with the fifth, the throat chakra, to communicate and the information to others. So you're again thinking about royalty. Ooh, I did not know. I'll be right back. So, it's a girl. Back to finish this um, conversation about Sapphire. And you know what? I think I was thinking about this. I'm not bothered at all by, you know, when you live in a family setting, people are going to have their things going on. And I could be frustrated and I could be mad and all this stuff. They're living their best life and they're doing what they need to. And I didn't let them know that I was going to be recording. So... It's just a part of life. It's not the end of the world. And hey, that's why we have stop and stop recording and and we can just pick up where we left off. So right before um, I had to hop off, uh, we were talking about how the sapphire, I was cooing because the next one up, there was different types of sapphire. Uh, So there was white, blue, and the next one was lotus. And a lot of you know I have the lotus bracelet. And when I talk about it, it's not that I'm um, being salesy. I'm just sharing my experience and how these things keep weaving themselves back into my life. And I'm so here for it. So they have a lotus sapphire. So of course I'm going to want to work with that. And so here, um, when it said lotus, I was like, I bet you it's red. So uh, while I was waiting... During the town time, the initial one that came up is you have people who turn it into a lotus flower, and somebody made, I don't know if actually there is such a thing as a blue lotus. Let me just check if that's something um, that's actually real. Wow! Wow! So there actually is a blue lotus as a part of nature. It's the raw, dry, like Egyptian blue lotus. Okay, but in either event, I, I decided to search a little bit more because right next to the word lotus is this word pad parad pad pardushka pad, pad And that one is where you get the red and the pinks. It's like an orange. It looks like a flame. It actually looks like a lotus. Um, the lotus being with the yellow center and then the soft pinks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I just wanted to share that with you. It's They're very pretty. And I was just curious because I was thinking of all the different designs. You, and I also did go ahead and start shopping around to look for it. It is expensive. Okay, so here's the cool thing. Um that lotus that lotus um I saw there was one Etsy for $9,000 yeah um so if you want to get the lotus sapphire if you google it um the first one is a 1.2 carat pad pardushka sapphire $2,000 the 1.6 um Carrot Orange Pink Montana Sapphire. $1,300 on Etsy. No, no, no. Earth's Treasure. Um, they have a used one on eBay for $252,000. I wouldn't recommend you buying it off of eBay um, from Sri Lanka, but hey. Um, they have one for an engagement ring here for $2,400 $2, that's used. That's part Pad Pardushka, you have the Pad Pardushka Sapphire and Diamond Engagement Ring Handmade Gold or Platinum 1920s Art 988 on Etsy you have another one here for $5,000 um, from one STDIBS another engagement ring here for 750 on Etsy dazzleme.com pep that word sapphire 1200 another one on Etsy 18 karat gold GIA certified pink pad Parduska sapphire diamond ring $5,395 let me just take my little bad butt and look at it real quick I'm gonna heart it I'm gonna save it to my store because I want to come back to this wow it is beautiful you guys handmade white gold adjustable more about this gem one of the rarest and most valuable sapphires on earth a collector's piece um it has been modified 2.74 carats near colorless and if and if i remember correctly this one it has been subjected to standard heat treatment I'm going to learn all of this stuff because at some point I'm going to become a gemologist. Oh, you guys, I'm going to have to go in a little bit because my sister calling me again. All right. So the Lotus Sapphire is good for the third solar plexus chakra aids in healing associated with the grandfather's son, S-U-N. Yellow Sapphire is another good healer's crystal, beneficial for healing child trauma, assisting children with difficult illness works well in abundance medicine working with the second and second sec- second sacral chakra green sapphire is uh, those crystals have strong restorative energies will activate and balance the fourth heart chakra also good for prosperity energy and the purple sapphire is one that channels okay the purple sapphire is one if if one channels or works with the divination arts, a purple sapphire may help clear a path so that the word the messages are received with greater clarity, raising spiritual awareness and stimulating the kundalini through meditation. I love it you guys. What do you think? Um So, I'm going to keep it short here. Um that's those are the properties of one of the jewels in a, um, in a crown that are put in a crown that will to use. So I will continue down this path. Um, I think my next podcast is going to be about baby Archie and then we'll just continue down this rabbit hole. And as I'm, like I said, I already started shopping around for different ways to put them into my, um, make bracelets out of them. And these things take time. When I tell you one of the last bracelets I did, it took me eight hours. Love-hate relationship, but it it taught me the importance of um, learning to settle my energy because a lot of you know I could get impatient and I like things to move fast and I like to see things moving. But um, I definitely appreciate it because the outcome... The, the, when I took the time to be patient, the outcome was really nice. Um, right now, I'm working on a chevron pattern with the green adventuring and the rose quartz. It is hard as hell. It The first layer took me about an hour and a half. Um, but the second layer is probably going to take me another two to three hours until I learn the pattern. So, um, and what will happen is sometimes I'll go up a couple and then I'll see that it's missing a certain, um, I weaved it wrong or I didn't write, add the right bead in the right place. And so the pattern is off. So I'm, I'm still learning that and I will get better at it. Um, but that's where me working with the crystals like, I, I definitely enjoy working with each one. <clears throat> so I have my little jewel boxes here. Like, I don't know if you can hear it. I have... Yeah, like I said, I ha- it's a process. I have some here that I haven't even put out on Etsy yet. Um, I have some, like, rhinestone ones that are encrusted. But I haven't used those yet. And then I have um some lapis lazuli i have the hemsa ones which are like the protection of the evil eye i have some the polydite which is a beautiful purple red onyx citrine um i have used the tiger's eye with the for the seven chakras bracelet and i have the hematite and black onyx there Of course, my turquoise, and then I bought some other crystals. They're um, round, faceted, and they're really pretty. Um, I've made a couple of bracelets with those. I haven't uploaded them just because my Etsy store I think is more for metaphysical bracelets, but um, I will find a way to upload it and just kind of share it as a part of my artwork, but for the most part um, I think once I'm done with this inventory, unless people like them and they buy them and there's a demand for it, I'm going to stick to the metaphysical properties of the jewel of the of the beads. So yeah, just thought I would share that with you. And I have thoroughly enjoyed the process. And um, part of what I need to do too is all of this information I just went through is I'll need to put transfer it into the book and um, write down what I remember. And then um, one of the things I learned with writing that book for about my you know I thought I was in a twin flame relationship. That book is now published just on Amazon and Etsy. It's cheaper on Amazon. It's nine ninety nine on Amazon. Um, but on Etsy, it's $10 and 10 cents and it's digital. You can download it, have instant access. Um, but one of the things that that taught me was how to put the information together. And I came to understand myself in the sense that I can put the information together and then go back in and weave, you know, the little pieces, but, but I already have the outline in place So that's one of the good things about my Virgo placement. It's like I'm very organized. I think if I had done it any other way, it would have been frustrated. So the good thing is I already have the template and then I just drop in. Okay, this is for this chakra. This is for this zodiac sign. This is for this element. And then all I have to do is just work on the font and tying up some very loose ends. um, And then it'll be ready to go so yep I'm gonna sign off here thanks for your patience I know it was a little bit choppy but um hey it's just a part of the process right so I'm gonna charge each of you with love I'm charging you with union with the love of your life charging you with health wealth wisdom and prosperity charging you with black light because black light illuminates invisible I love each and every one of you and until the next podcast peace and light and love